Welcome back, family and friends. Excited to share with you part two of our conversation with Noble Gibbons, emotional intelligence coach and host of EQ Gangster podcast. We talked about so much good stuff in the first episode when the biggest things for me was how many people are driven to be successful for unhealthy emotional reasons. And I'm sure we all can see our own through our own lives, how we have, how that's been the case for us. Um, and even people around us. So very excited to jump into. Without further ado, here is part two. Welcome to my diary. 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 Welcome to my diary For the higher achievers and people who inspire me First they didn't believe us cause they follow society Now they looking to see us cause they truly admire me Oh, better keep your eyes on me Oh, everybody crowd on me Oh, cause I'm a young prodigy Oh, la, la. Oh boy, this is, this is good <laughs> This is so good. Corey's freaking out. Um, I want to kind of shift the conversation a tad bit again and talk about, Noble, how your definition of success has changed, if it has changed, um, because you've made a lot of big transitions in life these last, I don't know, has it been like five-ish years, maybe less than that. Um, and then even with your EQ journey starting, and you and I had a conversation very briefly um, yesterday, actually, when we were at lunch and I was, I was mentioning how a, I feel like a lot of type A personalities, once they start going through, ter- through therapy or going on their emotional journey, they tend to not appear as type A as someone might think or assume. Um, so Noble, I would love to know if your definition of success has changed since you started your EQ journey. And if so, how has it changed? So, yes, it's absolutely changed. And, and, you know, I mentioned a little bit earlier there, because of my people-pleasing addiction and my emotional neediness and emotional codependence, oh, oh, snap. And because of my toxic positivity, when I, when I you know, through my EQ coaching, one of my EQ coaches, and I, there's an assessment that, you, that I have access to, I'm a certified emotional intelligence practitioner, one of the things I offer to my coaching clients, if they want to, to do this, is take an EQ assessment. It's an emotional before photo, emotional intelligence before photo, before we start working on your emotional intelligence. And it shows that my emotional self-awareness was not super high and something that's called my reality testing was also not super high. And But my optimism was higher than my self-awareness and my reality testing. So my EQ coach was like, hey, dude, why, why are these very different, these three different areas? And I said, well, you know, I'm like, oh, it's just my optimism is highest because I'm, I'm a positive guy. I'm a sanguine choleric, right? I'm using the disc model. I'm the influencer. I'm an influencer dominant personality. The influencer is just a positive, happy, go lucky guy. And because, man, I'm so developed and because I've read 25 zillion leadership books over the last 20 years, like I am just the most emotionally developed guy on the planet. So that's why I'm just always positive because I'm more emotionally resi- resilient and agile guy you've ever met in your life. And then I paused and thought about it and prayed about it. And God's like, actually, McFly, uh, here's the deal. The Because my self-awareness was low and because I could not look at reality objectively, 
because I couldn't handle the emotions that would come from looking at reality objectively. My coping mechanism was my optimism. Mm -hmm. So you can have stronger areas of emotional intelligence for unhealthy reasons, again, just like success. So as I became healthier emotionally and grew my emotional intelligence and really started to peel back these, this, this big giant layer after layer after layer of facades of, of people pleasing addiction and masks and stuff that I learned how to wear and create and really started to ask God, okay, God, who am I really? And, and, you know, what, what is, what is my definition of success? What is my definition of leadership? What is my, what are my core values versus, oh, I've always had OPS's core values and Corey's core values and my wife's core values and everyone else's core values around me that I thought, oh, well, that sounds good. That's, oh, what are the church's core values? Churches can be very toxic, emotionally unhealthy organizations as well in the name of Jesus, of course, right? Which makes it, which makes it all right. That's fine when you can manipulate and control and, and, and talk down to people uh, 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 and give, you know, lead through disappointment and fear and control and manipulation as long as it's in the name of Jesus, right? No, of course not. That's totally jacked up because so many emotionally unhealthy churches out there. And so because they're emotionally unhealthy people that are, that are running them, that are, you know, in, in positions of leadership and stuff. So anyway, as I get healthier emotionally, absolutely my definition of success has changed and is changing. And to be honest with you, I don't know that I have landed on a, a particular definition yet. I'm still working through some of that stuff. You know, setting goals is another deal, right? And this is on the back to one of your questions earlier on, I think, OPS. And this is tough for a lot of, of high achievers to, to kind of grasp. The, the goal is the journey. And it briefs well, and oh, that's cheesy to make a great little Instagram quote and great little <laughs> quote and put on your little refrigerator or whatever. And, and, and I tell you, it's tough. Here's a perfect example. So quick, quick story. Last year, 2020, we cut 90 grand from our income because of some toxic organization, a toxic organization that I was a part of and uh, a, a transition from another organization that we were a part of cut 90 grand. Well, now we're not multi multi-millionaires where 90 grand is like lunch money. Mm-hmm. 90 grand was a big giant chunk of change for us. And then a couple months later in the same year, God told, told, told me to take, told me and my wife to take the month of December off. You, Wait, God, you're, you're coming in broken and distorted. I got one bar right now, God. Like, uh, did you just say, you, you just told two very high achievers since we popped out of the womb, high achieving, you just told two high achievers to take, oh, so that means you only want us to work 12 hours a day instead of 18 hours a day, right? When you say take the month of December off, oh, only work five days a week <laughs> instead of seven days a week, right? Is that, that's what you're talking about, right? No, no, no. I want you to Netflix and chill for the entire month of December. And I was like, and listen, we, we have never, we have never in our lives taken an entire month off y'all. I'm talking never. And so I was like, dude, God, like, man, what? This is not, this is, you, you, you know, that two months ago, we just cut 90 grand from our income, right? 
and you, you know, the th- conversation we had yesterday too, what does that do to a man to cut 90 grand from my family's income? And then God tells me to Netflix and chill for a month after we just cut 90 grand from my, oh my God, I got, there's this, there's this uncle that I got to pay named uncle Sam. There, there's this, there's these guys, you know, tax, like there's all, like, what are you talking about? I got bills to pay. I got uncle Bill, right. I got to pay. Nope take the month of December off. I'm like, Oh, snap, man. So you want to talk about violating some core values of a high achiever that have been high achieving for like decades. And we did, we do, we took the month of December off. And I'm just like, cause I had be careful what you pray for. I had prayed God increase my faith. I was not, that is not how I was expecting God. And what he told me, he's like, dude, you try, let me tell you, he said, Noble, let me tell you what you have faith in. You have faith in your own abilities, bro. That's what you have faith in. You have faith in your own work ethic. You have faith in your actions. You have faith in your ability to provide for your family. That's great. But do you have faith in me? Do you have faith that I am your source, not your work ethic, not your actions? Do you have faith? Do you trust me, bro? Not your actions and work ethic, and then say, Oh, of course I trust you, God, because on the down low, I'm working 60 to 70 hours a week. Of course I trust you, God, to provide after I'm working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. So, boom, we took the month of December off. Seven days later, a CEO who's a friend of mine, he'd been following our podcast for a hot minute, called me up seven days, so January 7th, called me up and said, hey, Noble, can you put together an emotional, intelligent leader development coaching program for me and my top eight executives of this $300 million international company? And, and that one deal was essentially half of the 90K that we just got done cutting. And that was in seven days after God told me to take the whole month of December off. And I had nothing to do with it. I didn't call him up. I wasn't dialing for dollars. I wasn't every day I'm hustling Rick Ross. <laughs> like <laughs> straight God, God completely did it. Three months later, one of my classmates called me up. Noble, I just got hired as the COO, of this big giant uh, uh, Christian camp in New York. But prior to me getting this job as the COO, I just won a contract for a leader to teach leadership to a $4 billion company, international company, can you can you take a bunch of these executives, these leaders that I was supposed to be uh, consulting? And I was like, and that, that will also, that will probably more than replace the income that we cut just from those two phone calls that I had absolutely nothing to do with. He, I didn't, wasn't, didn't call my buddy up, hey bro, Got to pay the bill completely. He he called me out of the blue. Another well, anyway, I, I've got stories and stories and stories of that right there, of God just showing. Hey, bro, trust me, I got this. I got abide. John fifteen one through ten. It's one of my next tattoos. Abide, abide, which is very tough for a type A achiever to do. Abide, very tough. That's one of my next tattoos. Anyway. Crazy, man. I still tell Kathy to this day just to see what you guys got going on and how everything's coming. I wouldn't say full circle, but just seeing how it's played out is so beautiful. 
because a lot of people don't know the backstory on things, man. But I'm excited. And as course, you know, like you said, this is a journey. So uh, this is why me and OPS are really big on trying to unpack our emotions and articulate how we feel as high achievers on this journey together. And hopefully you guys definitely got a lot of value added. So Noble, you want to go ahead and plug yourself in, um, tell people where they can find you on social media. I know you recently just dropped a new course as well. So it's a it's a new membership and it's called the EQ Mafia. What what you got to join the mafia? What? <laughs> so EQ Gangster is all our platforms, our podcast, our YouTube channel, our Instagram, Facebook, EQ Gangster, our website eqgangster.com. You can check out our free course. We got our free EQ kind of overview on emotional intelligence at eqgangster.com and then also if you want to level up your emotional fitness program and join a community a safe supportive encouraging challenging community of people that are all working on their emotional fitness join the eq mafia at eqgangster.com oh man that is great noble thank you thank you so much and i highly highly encourage if Corey and I have added any value to you just through our podcast episodes so far. Know that Noble is one of the major influences that has gotten us there. So definitely 100%. check out his website. He has a free course that dives also into the four deadly sins of emotions as well on the website that you can access. Plug into his podcast. It is amazing. It is funny. It is introspective. It'll make you cry. <laughs> you never really know which, what emotion you're getting when you check into an episode, but you learn and grow so much. Uh, when you take that time to reflect after listening. So we're going to go ahead and head into our PTR segment. This is our pause to refresh moment where we reflect on the conversation we just had, what we learned, what we are planning to apply in our lives. I'm going to go ahead and let Corey go that I'm going to follow up as well, uh, just with some of the takeaways that we've had. Noble said so much, man. I think the biggest thing for me was the whole eight analogy, right? Allowing yourself um, and then not just that, but more so staying true to yourself along the journey. Um, whenever you have an emotional conflicts with people and, and situations and things like that, uh, these, I, like that for me, like I'm big on character. I'm big on just, just core values in, in, in general. So that's something I try to walk out every single day. So it was a lot. I'm honestly going to have to go back to this, go back through this episode and really take notes. And I'm definitely going to actually, uh, go ahead and uh, download that app as well too. So uh, that's just something for me, but it was a lot to really, really take in, but yeah. That's what's up, Corey. Um, one of my takeaways that I was applying was something we were talking about earlier. I had asked um, Noble basically follow-up question on, you know, as high achievers, we're so focused on the goal and very few things we become very narrow-minded and, and, you know, kind of the bad side of it on the bad, on a negative part of the spectrum. Um, and so, you know, someone might be listening to this podcast and be like, okay, EQ is great and all, but how is it actually going to, you know, help me with this particular goal I have? And I feel like sometimes when we get so narrow-minded, we neglect a lot of things that help us, like I was saying earlier, that helped us help us make our journey balanced and healthy. Um, and then Noble started talking about kind of how, you know, why it is so important to be focused on EQ and how not focusing on our EQ could hurt so many people in the process. And can I be super, super honest with y'all? I'm going to show my butt on this one. My immediate like visceral response, because I'm still growing my own EQ is like, well, why does that matter if I hurt people? Like that was my actual response. And I feel like if I thought that, 
I am probably not the only person who thought that. And then I started thinking about, okay, why was that like my organic response? And old Alicia definitely would have been like, well, why does that matter? Oftentimes when we have these goals that we're working for, other people are involved in them, right? We want to be successful because we want to take care of our parents or because we want to make sure people in our lives are okay and taken care of. Well, those are some of the very same people that we can tremendously hurt when we don't work on our own EQ and becoming more self-aware and managing our emotions like Noble talked about. So I just wanted to add that tidbit because I know if I thought that, someone else thought that. And if you didn't think that, you probably think I am like a major a-hole. But like, truly, that's that was one of the thoughts I had in my mind. You know, what you're working for, what you're working towards, more than likely involves other people. And do you want to damage those relationships in the process and get to whatever goal you're trying to achieve and have no one around supporting you, no one around celebrating you, no one around appreciating what you thought you sacrificed for because you completely ruined and damaged those relationships in the process? So, so, so good, man. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up uh, lastly with uh, Get Your Life. And we want our special guest to go ahead and take us home. So Noble, if you could please do us honor, just just tell us how your heart is really feeling right now for no more than a minute. So we can go ahead and get the people out and get the people out of here. So I feel, I feel significant by adding value, God willing, to your audience. And I just want to encourage everybody that you are worth it. You are worth becoming the healthiest version of yourself because healthy leaders create healthy cultures and healthy organizations, which create healthy outcomes and powerful, impactful outcomes. That's it, y'all. Y'all here to y'all here for the first from Noble, man. Thank you so much for tuning into yes, the yes, podcast yes. this week, guys. Noble, thank you so much for your time today. We greatly appreciate it, guys. Don't forget to email us questions for the diary set, the diary of the high achiever segment. Uh, also, leave us a review as well. We greatly appreciate that. So, without further ado, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, yeah.